Human behavior has always been a mystery. Why do people do what they do? Why do they react one way when we expected something else? How do we learn to understand, connect with, enroll, engage, align with people most effectively? Hi, I'm Christine Cummerford, founder of Smart Tribes Institute, and welcome to our Smart Tribes Crack the Behavior Code podcast. In each episode, you'll learn practical, easy to use tools to better understand and change human behavior. These tools will help your team outperform, outengage, outsell the competition. In other words, to become a smart tribe. Oh, and you'll find these tools super helpful in your personal life too. Let's go. Become a more emotionally intelligent leader in four simple steps. The CEO tells the VP of marketing candidate that he'd hire her if she lost 20 pounds. She's, quote, too fat to represent the company, close quotes. The VP of operations tells her team if they were competent, they would have achieved their quarterly goals. The CFO sends the controller an angry email saying his budget, quote, sucks and is pathetic, end quote. The VP of product development says, quote, deal with it, unquote, when the favorite lead engineer and keeper of the culture quits. What do all these leaders have in common? They aren't very emotionally intelligent. They are sending nasty grams to their teams and causing emotional disengagement and shutdown in others. They have low EQ, and EQ equals money. According to doctors Travis Bradbury and Jean Graves, see the show page for this research, the link between EQ and earnings is so direct that every point increase in emotional intelligence, EQ, equals $1,300 to an annual salary. Now, if that's not enough, EQ accounts for 58% of performance in all types of jobs. All types of jobs. Wow. So let's figure this out in a really straightforward way. First, let's summarize what emotional intelligence is. There are two tracks in emotional intelligence, personal competence, your relationship with yourself, and social competence, your relationship with others. Let's unpack personal competence first. So it has two tracks within it, self-awareness, how in tune you are with your emotions, and self-management, your ability to regulate your emotional state. Social competence has two tracks, social awareness, how in tune you are with other people's emotions, and relationship management, your ability to navigate emotions and interactions with others. So here's how to start becoming more emotionally intelligent. Number one, figure out what you're feeling. It's essential to be in tune with your emotions. This is self-awareness. Now, based on what you're feeling, is it the appropriate time to send that angry email? Right now, it's key to remember that communication is redundant. Humans cannot not communicate. Our facial expressions, our body posture, our vocal tone, pace, pitch betray us. Even in email or texts, our vocal tone, pace, pitch can be detected. Are you feeling mad, sad, scared? Are you feeling peaceful, powerful, joyful? 
You can check out our emotion wheel, which is on the show page, which people find really helpful when they want to unpack how they're feeling. So you know what it feels like to receive an email when someone is spewing anger or venting frustration. You also know what it feels like when someone handles a challenging situation with compassion, a spirit of collaboration, and overall respect and kindness. People can tell. Your vocal tone does indeed come through in written communication. So take number two, take a breather. Holding off on sending a nasty gram until you cool down is self-management. Good. We got the self-awareness. You're going to notice how you're feeling. And now self-management. We need to shift out of critter state, that fight, flight, freeze, amygdala hijack, and into smart state. That clear thinking, behavioral choice, innovation, collaboration, creativity, in order to practice self-management. Now is a great time to unpack the visual, auditory, and kinesthetic cues that triggered you. And if you're in critter state, one of the easiest ways to shift out of it and into smart state is to practice 777 breathing. Inhale for a count of seven, hold for a count of seven, exhale for a count of seven. Do this seven times. Now you have choice to respond versus react compulsively. Excellent. The 777 breathing is so cool because it causes like a, a, a pattern interrupt. Number three, consider the recipient. While you're practicing number one and two above, consider what the recipient might feel upon receiving your communication. This is social awareness. They're a different person from you, so they'll likely make a different meaning. They'll interpret your communication based on their map of the world and not yours. Many components factor into a person's map of the world. Education, where they grew up, socioeconomics, uh, religion, uh, childhood experiences, adult experiences, which is why we misunderstand one another so often. We all have different maps. This is social awareness. Okay, number four, focus on the outcome. What is the outcome you'd actually like to achieve? How would you like to make someone feel in order to empower them and move the ball forward? It's time to craft a message that will get the result you want and make the person feel powerful, effective, enrolled, engaged, whatever positive emotion you want. This is relationship management. So let's revisit the above real-world scenarios. When I was asked to come in and coach these leaders to become more emotionally intelligent, they had team members ready to quit. Some were totally checked out and no longer cared. Some were downright hostile due to prolonged mistreatment. I had my work cut out for me. Once the leaders were in touch with their feelings and had boosted their self-management and self-awareness, we then worked on social awareness and relationship management. This transformation took four to six months, based on the leader, to become an automatic response. When I asked each of them how they would have navigated the scenarios above, they were able to turn back time. So here's how the communications were edited. Yes, after the fact, but better than repeating the mistake. The CEO tells the VP marketing candidate she had great skills and he'd like to explore how she can best represent the company. The VP of operations asks her team, what they need to achieve their goals next time. Did she set the bar too high? Were they all too ambitious? Do they need more or different resources? Were there cross-functional dependencies that we all missed considering? The CFO meets the controller and works through expectations for the budget. 
filling in any gaps. So what defines success is super clear. The controller feels safe to ask questions and to push back on things that they disagree with. The VP product development sits down with the team, lets them express their grief without judging them. Then she asks what the team needs to heal to move forward, knowing that they'll tackle this together as a team, all for one, one for all. How emotionally intelligent are you? Where would you like to increase your emotional intelligence? Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Every listen, every share, every review helps others form their own smart tribes where teams are engaged, happy, and optimally performing. Together, you and I can help millions of people crack the behavior code in their organizations, families, and communities. I invite you to take two minutes and head over to smarttribesinstitute.com to discover more about how to form a smart tribe. See you there, and please tell your friends.